Hello friends, we're back on this feed to discuss, debate, and maybe argue about the 2024 Oscars. As was the case last year, the nominees were announced and it turns out we've got a lot of work to do. 2023 was a stellar year for movies. Many important figures of Hollywood made interesting films and there was a very worthy list of nominees. Imagine a year where Michael Mann, Ridley Scott, and David Fincher all made long gestating passion projects and not a single one received a nomination. For those new to the feed, welcome and thank you for joining. My name's Matt, I'm a teacher, I'm a film lover and I take this all very seriously. And with me will be my wife, Christina, who's also a teacher and much more interested in reading and human interaction and has a much more lighthearted approach to this. Together, we're going to examine each of the 10 nominated films and offer our explanations for why each film could win an Oscar on the big night. We won't always agree, we will veer off track, and we may spar verbally on our takes, hence our honey title. We're so happy you're listening, and we hope you enjoy the return of Ballot Boxing. partner <laughs> uh we watched past lives past lives and i just stopped crying yeah <laughs> had a little boohoo at the end of this one which yeah. i i don't know if the listening audience knows this but we uh, we finished I hate crying yeah we we watched this and then you kind of like ran off because i like the only thing i hate more than crying is crying in front of other people yeah including you even me yeah um yeah we watched it last night actually tom joined us digitally remotely, friend of the pod, friend Tom. Of the pod Tom. And so as is our normal pattern, mm -hmm. when he and I watch something remotely, we text about it for the next 45 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. And so in that time, you went off and had your own time to self-reflect on what you No, what I did was I went and had a cry while I brushed my teeth and then I went to bed because I was so exhausted. Yeah. Um, that is one piece of advice I have for the listening audience is don't try to watch this movie when you're tired. It's, it's slow. Oh, very slow. Slow and like... I was I was really tired last night yeah. for whatever reason. So. Okay. Big day. Yeah, big day. It was. I got up early to work out. And, and we went then, to the theater. And, we the, and then like busy morning, went to the theater. Big day. Anyways, it was just really hard for me to keep my eyes Should we give a, a quick one-minute review of Aladdin, the stage production in Toronto? Ugh, do we have to? Um, great sets, great props, great costumes, great choreography. End of list. And it's one end of the spectrum or the other. Either it was great or it sucked. So like you, you know, figured, sort of weak musically. Oh God! They added like a million songs. All of them sucked. The acting wasn't great. They had tech problems a couple of times. It was not up to the standard of Mervish Toronto theater that we are used to. Yeah, it was a very consumer entertainment rather than yes uh, art. But then it's a staging of a Disney movie. Yes. Your mom reacted to it as like, you know, like, how could they do, how could they not have the parrot? How could they not have the monkey? That's canon. Like it's written in stone that it has I agree. to be there. I agree with her. And I don't think it matters at all. But I do. And here's the issue. Sorry, that's a minute. We're done. It, too bad. <laughs> here's the issue with the no monkey, no parrot part of it is that. That's a t-shirt if I ever one. <laughs> is that the minute thing or the parrot monkey thing? The parrot mo okay. no monkey, no parrot. That's the follow up to no woman, no cry. <laughs> Um, is that like, they certainly put the effort into having all the animals in the Lion King, 
Yeah, like, maybe it's budget. Who knows? Budget. Give me a break. You're paying 150 bucks a seat to sit in that place. Yeah. Holy moly. Holy moly. Um, also, so anyways, yeah, not great, but uh, happy we went. Happy our kids got to see that show. I think they both enjoyed it. Yeah. Charlie thought the tech problems were hilarious. And did you get my text about Les Mis? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Les Mis is coming. Yes. Mm, okay. So uh, synopsis of this movie that we yeah lay, talking lay it about. on us please. Uh, okay. So easily, easily. Matt has lots of questions, so we're going to try to get through this part uh, quickly. Um, movie in three acts. Act one takes place in Seoul, South Korea, where we have our our two main characters, uh, a twelve year old girl and a twelve year old boy, who are have like a crush on each other, and their moms get them together right before the girl moves immigrates to Canada. And so that's that's act one is them getting together and then and then her moving to Canada. You find out she's a writer and she wants to win a Pulitzer at that point. Act two no, she wants to win the Nobel Prize when she leaves. Okay. Act two is that they uh she's grown up now. She's supposed to be in her early twenties, twelve years after they're twelve, so I'm assuming they're twenty four. And they haven't spoken since she left Korea. And uh she accidentally happens upon a message board where he's been looking for her. And so they reconnect and they talk on video chat for a couple of months, but they're not able to go see each other because she's in New York City at this point, writing plays and being a playwright and trying to be successful in that art. And he's finishing up his engineering university. And so he's not gonna be able to come for a year and a half. She's not gonna be able to go there for a year. And so they decide, she decides. She they, decides, That yeah. they should stop talking. I think that's a, that's a key. Yep, agreed. They, she decides they should stop talking. He's and like really what we what we're with him more I think yes in the beginning of the second act of mm -hmm. the film and seeing his perspective and he's never given up on loving her mm -hmm. like he made his mind up at some point when he was twelve when he was twelve that yeah. this is this is the girl for me yeah and he's never been able to let go of that notion yeah he's he's sure of that notion and it's not in like an unwholesome stock way, way no no, no just... he hardly he hardly knows her but he what he knows about her is that he loves her. And the other thing that happens in the second act is, uh, so I, I wouldn't, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's a very small second act. So end of second, beginning of third, uh, she, our, our main female character, um, has a, um, so her American name is Nora. Yes. Her Korean name is Na Young. Na Young. And then his name is, I sung, but I don't know what the actor's name is. Yeah. He doesn't have an American name. So end of the second act, beginning of the third act, she gets an artist in residency uh, gig and she's there and she meets a New Yorker that she falls in love with and gets married to. And then in the third act, uh, he comes over, Ni Young, Ni, what's his name? Hi Sung. Hi Sung comes over to see Nora uh, in New York City after she's been married to her husband for seven or eight years. And they've been together for, we're assuming, like close to 12. And, um, she wanders around New York with him for two days. They never have a conversation about the fact that he loves her and that maybe she loves him, but they do spend the two days together, uh, like not romantically, just doing touristy, touristy things, things yeah. in New York City. And um, <clears throat> they end up, you know, like she ends up bringing him home so he can meet her husband. And her husband is seemingly somewhat concerned about, not concerned, like, I don't think he's... I do think he's concerned she's so going to leave. Benignly confused. Yes, and also like concerned she's going to leave, but not in a I'm going to stop you or bring it up directly kind of a way. No, nobody, this is again, one of those movies where like just some open communication really would have helped. She's communicating clearly 
but with both of the men, um, but she's not, but like, there's a conversation she has with her husband uh, where she says like, yeah, he came here to see me and then goes on about how Korean he is and how he's this and he's that. And she doesn't seem to have any concept that she's hurting his feelings or that she's making him sad, her husband. Um, and I don't know that she would care well, if she did. At, at that moment, he's asking her, like, was he attractive? Yeah. And she says, well, yeah. And like, are you attracted to him? And she says, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't even know what she feels for him. And so uh, do we want to spoil the ending? I don't think we do. I, I, I feel like this, a lot of people aren't going to see the, this movie. The, yeah, the, I mean, the question is, it's, it's, a, it's a love triangle, I suppose. Yeah. It's the way it sets itself up. Um, and its conclusion, I think, is one of the one of the secrets of the film. And open to interpretation. Open for to sure. interpretation. I don't. I, I have a couple of questions that may hit around at the ending, so maybe we won't spoil the ending now. Okay. And yeah, don't listen say, to the third the third we'll, we'll, section. We'll warn you, but when the questions come yeah. up that are spoilery, I suppose. So why could it win? Let's get this part done okay. before our commercial break. Um, you want me to go? Yeah. Uh, so it's, I wrote down here, it's a very assured and deliberate film that takes its time to give characters space to breathe and think and react to one another. It's very realistic, it's I thought. Very, yeah, realist versus yeah. formalist. Yes. Um, and it's beautifully photographed. Especially after seeing um, Oppenheimer. Yeah. With its zippy dialogue. This yes. is like the opposite of zippy dialogue. Yeah. Um, and Oppenheimer was very formalist. Like everything was very yes. designed. Yes. This seemed very... Like the shots were designed, but there's it's not like the sets were built. No, to suit a particular purpose. They yeah. used like available light. It took place in, some in the cases. same world and, that we all live in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so beautifully photographed. New York, New York City is like just so appealing, mm-hmm. gorgeously photographed. You usually find it appealing, unless it's like a gritty crime movie that happens in New York. You usually think New York looks. Yeah, I just I've never really seen that version of the water. Yeah, well, we've there, never been there, and so yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just it felt like you were on the tour boat with them, yes. walking the path with them, and mm-hmm. the benches, and you know the extras and everything. It just it all looked mm-hmm. real, and and New York, like in an unobtrusive way, it didn't look like New York where everybody's like, "Hey, yo, I'm mm-hmm. in your face," right? Yeah. Which is what we're, um, anyway. Pizza rat. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was. Um, you know what pizza rat is, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a sure. meme. Yeah. A mem. How do you say no. it? Oh my god! Stop talking. <laughs> Continue with your thoughts. Uh, I have both the main leads. Quite good. Yeah, I, I particularly like the male leads. Yeah, um, me too. I, I like Greta Lee less. Heartbreaking. And um, the fact that it's an international, multilingual mm-hmm. film uh, is in its benefit. Is this where I get to interject that yes, actually there were subtitles? There were. Yeah. yeah there Sorry. Were. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, it was as you said, eighty twenty. Yeah. Uh, Korean to English, but it was not wholly in Korean. Yes. So I'm not entirely of, wrong. No, there was a lot of subtitles to read. I don't mind subtitles, don't get me wrong, but I need to be prepared for them. So should we take a quick break? I think we must. We, <laughs> damn this recording studio. Uh, okay, we'll be right back with more of Matt's thoughts. Okay. 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 So hard when you're hitting a good vibe and then you're like, oh. 10 minutes is up. Got to got to press stop and record again. Yeah. God, that's frustrating. Anyways. So why do you day. why do you think it could win? We didn't get to any of your opinion about it. Uh, oh, if I, it's going to win, why? Oh. I don't know because it because it's deliberate and I don't know. I, I don't want to I don't want to harp on Americans again, but like she chooses America 
in the end, right? She chooses. Well, it kind of gets chosen for her initially, and she's always accepted it. Yeah. No, no, her, her family chooses Canada. Yeah, that's right. She ends up moving to the States. Right. Um, yes, that's, yeah. that's so an she, important distinction. She chooses, uh, she chooses the States. She chooses to stay. It's like a little bit of a feminist. T- it's not going to win. I don't even know why we're doing this thought experiment. It's not going to win. But if it were to, I think uh, one, one of the things it has going for it is that it's a romance and there aren't any other romances. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else that tries to delve this deeply into emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, the, a lot of the films that we've seen have high concepts, big mm-hmm. ideas, um, political ideas, mm-hmm. um, and, and other applications. And this is about what it is. This is, you know, to quote Robert yeah. De Niro and The Deer Hunter, this is this. Like, yeah. This is about it's very realistic. these three people in their hearts. Yeah, so th- that would be a reason I'd put why it would it might win is because it might it might speak to people. Uh, it might speak to people in a way that the other ones don't because it's so realistic. And like you and I, we were already talking about this should have saved should have saved it more more completely for the pod but what you and i were saying about like most people having a what if relationship right like i'm with this person now but i had this other relationship it didn't work out for whatever reason but what if it had worked out Mm -hmm. people might identify with that yeah the universality you and i don't really have that i certainly don't (laughs) no no No. um as far as i'm aware i never broke anybody's heart and nobody broke mine Mm mm-hmm I was very lucky. I have a very small trail of broken hearts behind me, uh, and one broken heart, but but none of them none of them are what ifs. I wonder if any of them are listening. I, they're definitely not. <laughs> um, what uh, I, I I none of them are what ifs. None of them are like I think back and think like oh that that would have been a different a totally different life and one I would have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like no, this is this is what upset me so much about this movie is in the second act when she's telling her future husband about help me with the Korean word Inyun Inyun, which is like. This idea that you have been with the person that you end up getting married to 8,000 times before in 8,000 other lives. Um, that's you for me. And so, and I do, I do think that if you have a relationship with someone and it's good, you know, like if it's an adequate relationship and you're getting basically what you need from it, whatever that is, and you marry that person, for me, I think I could have made most things work. Uh, but I feel a sense of contentment and support from you that tells me that even though all of those would have worked, that you're my person. So in other lives, maybe I married one of my ex-boyfriends in whatever... Or whatever, a prince or yeah, whatever. football Some, player. Somebody else. Travis Kelsey. Stop it. Somebody else that um, that would not have given me that sense of contentment and support, even though the marriage may have worked on most levels, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have worked on all the levels that you and I work. So that's all. That's what made me so upset because I was like, oh, that's Matt for me and had like a little emotional boohoo about it. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's all. So why why do we think this won't win? You said that it's Ugh. it's not it's not worth the exercise. So what's it's not gonna win. the problem? It's not going to win because there's so many other movies up against it that are higher budget, glossier, zippier, just what audiences and seemingly the Academy like. Something like a romance that's mostly subtitled in Korean from, it's just, there's just so much working against it, I think. Mm -hmm. You know what, that's not true. There isn't anything working against this movie except for its competition. It's absolutely worth an Oscar. It's a great movie, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that with the 
seven other films that I've seen that are up against it, I can't imagine this would come out on top. Yeah, the female director is worth noting, and I believe she made this maybe a debut. That's not a reason. Performance. That's not a reason for the Academy to vote for them. Sorry. No. No. Is she nominated for Best Director? Honestly, I don't know. I feel we, like we there. Can, we I can thought there check was that one. On our next that was break. how they. That was how they um, got around the Greta Gerwig not being nominated, right? Uh, that there was another woman that was nominated, and I thought yeah, it was it's, her. It's, no, Justine Trier for um, uh, Anatomy of the Fall. Oh, there were three yeah. Best Picture there, nominees that had female directors. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Maybe well, three. anyways, it's just it's not. I, I just I know people who hope it's going to win. I am not one of them, to be honest. Yeah. American fiction still tops my list. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to let this thing wash over me. Me I too. Wanted to feel I the wanted feelings. to love it. Yeah, and, and I, I just didn't liked get me. It. it didn't get me there. And I think that, you know, that's that would be my why it's my no. Um, it, for something that is low budget and not widely known, I felt like it was oversold a little bit. Mm-hmm. And as I was, was watching it, thirty minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I was like thirty minutes into it and thinking, like, oh, this is. I, I, this isn't getting me. Yeah. This isn't engaging me. I thought there'd be a little more whimsy to it, maybe, or something. Yeah. I also found it like just like the pacing is just leaded. Yes. It's so, so slow. Yeah. Um, and very little happens. Yeah. Right. It's just people talking to each other um, yeah. in different ways. Yeah. Um, the only time it's not slow is the in that two month interlude where they're talking to each other mm-hmm. um, on, on Skype mm-hmm. because then some time is passing. So we get a little montage of them. Mm-hmm. You know, rushing to get to their computers to talk to one another mm-hmm. and smiling awkwardly and, um, you know, that kind of thing. But other than that, it was quite, quite deliberate. Mm-hmm. We've used that word several times in this. And I don't always mean it as a, a negative. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily mean it as a negative here. But it's just it's, for a movie that needs to entertain, it kind of came up a little short. Mm-hmm. Unless you're really connecting emotionally with what's going on mm-hmm. on, on screen. <clears throat> if we're going back to my it needs to entertain me and maybe teach me something... Like, it really didn't check off either one of those boxes. Honestly, I think the reason I liked it at all is because, not that I identified with her what if, but that, like, I so didn't identify with it, maybe, that, like, I did emotionally connect with it, but it, it I didn't love it nearly as much no. as I had hoped to. Okay. Um, so other reasons I had is that it's not really a satisfying conclusion. I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. what ultimately happens, but... Um, that may turn some people off who are expecting mm-hmm. a particular outcome. Mm-hmm. And then the outcome you get is muted. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually very open to analysis about what it means. And actually many of my questions are going to relate to that ending. So oh start start mentally getting yourself ready for that. I think it also just lacks the clout of those quote unquote major contenders yeah. that had big budgets and big, this is what I'm big marketing yes. behind them. Um, this is not a well-seen film. No. Even though it's on and Prime it, now. And, and not to make the Korean comparison but this is no parasite no like this is not like a you know like a thriller that has like a oh what what the hell's going on now what mm. like mur- like it, it doesn't murder it like it doesn't have all those yeah, no this one's subtle yeah but it does bear the conversation like we had oh, a yeah. we had a pretty good conversation driving up to peterborough today mm-hmm. to see your mom for your brother's birthday mm-hmm. and, and uh shout out to jamie who's listening oh yeah friend of the pod jamie <laughs> Turns out my brother's listening to all of these, and Matt and I had no idea. And I was like, wow, I'm a terrible sister, because A, that means I haven't talked to you about this, and B, that means that I have not done the shout-out friend of the pod. So happy birthday to Jamie. Also, shout-out friend of the pod, Jamie. 39. Anyway, (laughs) um, we had had like a long conversation on the way up Mm -hmm. about, and we don't ordinarily ordinarily do that. We don't Mm -hmm. like rehearse this. No. You know, we just turn the mic on and go. But because you 
we went to bed late last yeah. night and sort of separately. Mm-hmm. There was no, there's not was, even a check-in last night. I can't even describe to you how tired I was. Yeah. I oh. know how you're tired. I, I looked over and thought I saw you asleep at one point. So. Yeah. I, just, I was resting my eyes. Yeah. I did not fall asleep. But this, like the movie, I checked my watch like four times. Yeah. Like how far along are we? Yeah. What's like something's got to happen yeah, soon. I don't watch it tired. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I all I have left is a whole bunch of questions for you. Let's take a quick break. Okay. And we'll come back with the questions. Okay. All right. Questions. I'm ready. Ready to answer I hope some none questions. Of these make me feel dumb. No, these won't. All right. Um, so the first question is, which of the three characters yes. did you most relate to? Oh, that's a tough question. Now, I, I can give you some time to think and tell you how, yeah, you how I would you, answer. You riff on, because I know what your answer is. Okay. And I knew what your answer was while I was watching the movie. So <laughs> so I related most closely to Arthur, mm-hmm. who is uh, Nora's, Nor- husband, Nora's husband. Jewish New Yorker husband. Yeah. And I related to him in the sense that there, he has... He has this like meta dialogue at one point about like if this was a movie, mm-hmm. I'd be the the whiny white husband who mm-hmm. stands in the way and and I'd be an obstacle that needs to be overcome. Mm-hmm. And he ends up having like a very heartfelt sort of self deprecating conversation about like why are we together? Why do you love me? Can't necessarily even trust her answer well and that that, that and not whole... that i re- relate specifically to that no, but no. like the the uh, there was a motif in his in his speech about like not really being able to fathom just how lucky he is mm-hmm. and worrying that while your partner is happy she's only the type of happy that you can provide and that there's Someone there's else. some other level of happiness that she can achieve Did if you only find another gear yeah if only you'd like <laughs> like you're sort of an, an impediment to her ultimate happiness yeah. and that you wouldn't stand in the way of that yes if if that was what she was wanting like he seems to be like gearing himself up mm-hmm. to get punched in the gut yes right yes. like i'm i'm ready for you to do this to me yeah. because like frankly i've been lucky to be here to this point yes right and i've enjoyed the i've enjoyed the every moment of it uh-huh. and i like i related in a way to that uh, especially like early in our relationship right like i would look at you and look at our life and think like, how is this happening? <laughs> I still have that Sometimes, from time to time. Yeah. yeah. So um, I related to him. Two things. One is that uh, that conversation sort of throws a spanner into the works, right? Because it's like you, you find out that they moved into, they, they slept together because they were both single when, when they're they at the were, arts retreat, when they're at the arts retreat together, then they move in together to save on rent in New York. Then they really just get married so she can get a green card. So it leaves you questioning the foundation that their marriage is built on, right? And you're, you're, it all, it makes it easier because we never saw any romance. We, we never saw any romance, and the we relationships very practical. Yeah, when he's like snuggling her when they're in bed and asking what she wants for dinner, like that was sort of the closest to romance that we got. But like that's also like real life, right? Like real life isn't candles and roses and fancy dinners. Um, I thought that 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 made it easier to root for her to blow up her life and pick. Oh yeah, that that felt like it felt like screenwriting. Yeah, it was like it's okay if he pick if she picks the other guy because yeah. this is sort of not real. Yeah, she doesn't have any to explore it. Yeah. yeah, so that I thought was interesting. The other thing, there was a few times in the movie where I thought there would be an older generation of man 
that would be like, why are you letting your wife hang out with this guy? What are you doing? Why aren't you just saying, you know, like I really thought, and I thought it was very like modern, but also realistic because I was thinking like, what if this was me? What if some like ex-boyfriend or like whatever childhood friend showed up and was like, Hey, like I'm here for a week. Do you want to hang out for a couple of days? You wouldn't stop me from going. No, not at all. No, but like, I also feel like you're, uh, solid enough in our relationship to know that I wasn't going to run off with said dude. I also don't think I would go. I would just be like, well, you can like come over for dinner if you want to, but I'm not going to like take you around my town. I don't know. I just thought that. Well, there's a, there's a cultural element to this that it would be difficult for us to replicate. It'd be different if yes. you spoke another language like you yes. came from somewhere else yes. as Nora does. Yes. And uh, this is what like my interpretation of how this movie ends mm-hmm. I'm, my read on it has everything to do okay, with Okay, so culture. now let's spoil it. We're in the third third section. If people are still around there, okay. stuff, that's too bad. We, we warned them. So it, it ends with a moment between the two of them yes. where he's... What's his name again? Hai Sung. Hai Sung is leaving to go back to Korea and she walks him to get the Uber and there's like a 90 second, might be overstating that, 60 second pause where they're just sort of like staring at each other. And you kind of think maybe they're going to kiss and they leave you there as the audience member I, for the full 60 seconds. In, in that moment, like I felt the gravity between oh the two God, actors. Like yes. they, I don't know if they were subtly leaning in toward one another or if it I don't tricked so. the camera, but they just felt like they were pulling back from this like inertia that was yes. pulling them together. Yes. Um, and resisting. And, and then, they don't and, then and then the Uber shows up and, and he, he gets in. Away. Yeah. And then she walks. This is what when you were saying about like there being sets but not set pieces. She walks along the same stretch of four or five New York st- storefronts, brownstones, whatever, back to the stairs that go up to her apartment. Um, and Arthur, her husband's waiting on the steps oh. for her, and she just like breaks down and starts sobbing. Yeah. And your interpretation of that is? My interpretation of that is, well, that was the question I was going to ask you is, <sighs> why is she why is she crying there? She's crying because of what she's lost there, I think. Okay, but what is it that she's lost? She's like, that... That, that type that, of love? Like for her, yes, is it the, the love? I, I think that it's the, that life's circumstances in this life have dealt her a hand that did not allow her to make that decision. I think she's mourning the loss of what could have been had life not dealt her this particular set of cards. Okay. That's what I think she's mourning. I don't, I don't, I, I know what you think. Yeah. And I think tell, that I'm, tell the listening audience well, what you think. My answer is roughly the same as yours. Well, kind of. I think it's more about cultural loss. Yes. Um, that there's, there's this, a critical scene in the apartment when she's describing him and she's sort of like in a derogatory way is like, he's so Korean. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's almost snobbish. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's referring to, Koreans as being somehow um, backwards and old fashioned and Mm -hmm. out of touch and that that's what he is. Mm -hmm. And I think crucially when she introduces the notion of in Yun at the arts retreat Mm -hmm. with Arthur, when they first met, Mm -hmm. she sort of casually throws it out there and talks like she believes in it. But then when it he, turns out when he calls her on it, she says it's just something I, that, that just, people, the Koreans, used to seduce someone. Yeah, which is, and then she gives him like the the, mm-hmm. the big eyes, like so. Go ahead and give me a kiss because yeah. that's where this is going. Um, and then in that final exchange, when they don't kiss, mm-hmm. when Hai Sung and Nora don't kiss, but both he asks her, 
like, what do you think in our next life, like maybe this is a past life to our next life. And in that next life, everything's going to work out. Well, how do you think that'll go? Mm -hmm. And she says something along the lines of, and I'm not quoting perfectly here that like, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. And he says something along the lines of, well, I can't wait to find out. Mm -hmm. I'll see you then. And I'll see you then. And I think that like his sort of steadfast belief in, in this cultural notion, mm -hmm. I think that's what really rocks her, mm -hmm. right? I don't think it's out of frustration or anything, no. or I don't think it's about desire to be with him. I think it really comes down to, um, she's completely and utterly disconnected from this, her, her culture, mm -hmm. right? Like Arthur, while a lovely guy is not helping her connect with her Koreanness. Mm -hmm this guy Sung, was going to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think it reminded her of all that she lost, not just in terms of romance, but in terms of like what her life could have been had she stayed in Korea. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think our answers are roughly the same, mm -hmm. but I don't, I don't, uh, I don't see it as anything else. I wonder just as a side question, like is, is Nora and Arthur's marriage going to go through a rough patch in the next day, week, mm -hmm. month in the aftermath of this? Or does she like, does she see it as an opportunity to explore her heritage more or something? No, I, I, I don't think her, I don't think their marriage goes through a rough patch. I think the fact that he's out on the stoop waiting for her and takes her in, like they might've had a conversation about it. Uh, but I think she already had said all that she needed to say and he had seen all he needed to see. Mm -hmm. So I think like in this moment, she's chosen him, right? I think they just move on with life. Right. We have less than a minute left. I got a lot of questions still. All right. Can we do one more let's, segment? Let's take a break and we'll, we'll add on to the segment. It's now a 40 minute podcast regularly, Sorry, everybody. Philosophy <laughs> <laughs> class now? No. With all of your questions? I just no. thought maybe you were going to have some deep, deep no, stuff. Not really. No, okay. really. Not really. So I just, I, you guys, I just, I, I just, I wrote something down. I wanted to, uh, she's, she, I think she's crying because of the immigration trauma. I yeah. think the immigration story is more vital to the whole thing, is the impetus for the start of the story. I think she regarded Korea as something backward, unworthy. She cheapens Inyun by suggesting that it's just about seduction. But his belief in it is so steadfast and assured um, that she sees uh, that she has nothing that she really believes in. Mm. Like she's, she's alone with Arthur mm -hmm. rather than being part of a community. Mm. I think that's my read on it. Mm. I think that's what brings that emotion forward for her. Okay. Um, Cause she was only sort of like curiously side idling, eye eyeing him about like this attraction or his mm -hmm. love for her. I don't think she cared. Mm -hmm. Like I, I had that vibe all the way through that she yeah. didn't really care that he loved her. Yeah. And it didn't matter to her. Okay. Other questions. Is this a version of New York city that we've seen before? Yeah. When Harry met Sally. Yeah, that's a it's good like a glossy, a glossier version of New York City, a less gritty, yeah. right, version of New York City. I was going to say Hitch maybe had a yeah, little bit of a... Yeah, all those movies, right, that are like yeah, kind of romance. Well, I mean, those are romance. New York without any danger. Yeah. New York without being dirty. Yeah. Um, no pizza rat. Yeah. <laughs> um, did this movie remind you of any other films? No. Nothing no, at all? Standalone. No, I, no. I, no, nothing. So I thought of two. I thought of Annie Hall, mm -hmm. not never seen it, not because of the humor. Well, Annie Hall is just about it's, it's um, Diane Keaton and Woody Allen, mm -hmm. and they're 
it's about the relationship between a young man and a young woman in the city, mm -hmm. New York being a romantic place and so on. Right. Um, but like in just like not in tone or anything else, just in like only in the broadest sense. Right. The movie that um, came to mind is Brief Encounter, mm -hmm. uh, which has been remade a couple of times. And I'm thinking specifically of the, the David Lean directed Brief Encounter that stars Celia Johnson and Trevor Howard, which I showed in my film class this year. Um, I saw it last year for the first time. We own a copy from the Criterion Collection. Um, and it's a beautifully told, very briskly told mm -hmm. um, film that centers around two married people who meet at a train station accidentally and have immediate chemistry and then sort of wholesomely conspire to meet up with one another each week mm -hmm. as they're running their errands in this third location mm -hmm. apart from where they live. And uh, like a romance begins to bloom between the two of them. And the mm -hmm. question is, would they abandon their families and and their lives? Mm -hmm. And like that movie, this one ends on a very sort of like interrupted and unsatisfying note where mm -hmm. it's like the, in, in Brief Encounter, spoiler alert for a, a 75 or 80 year old film, um, they look like they're about to have a final moment together and then a third party arrives and, and blathers on and he just sort of vanishes. Mm. And then she's left with this understanding, like I just lost my only chance to be with this guy. Mm -hmm. And the, the last few minutes of the movie is her grappling with that. And mm -hmm. it's very raw and emotional. So it's similar in the arc right. of the characters. So I thought that was a, a really apt comparison and a recommendation I'd, I'd make mm -hmm. for anybody that's and still it's listening. And it's only 80 minutes. Yeah, it's really, Short it's really good. Movie, it's really good. It's what yeah. we all need. Great acting too. Yes. Great acting. Well, you must have had, okay, sorry, just back to the, back to the beginning of this. You must have had people you've met in your life that you have chemistry with, other women that you've had chemistry with, where you're just like, if I wasn't married to Christina, maybe that's something I would pursue. Um, uh, hard to say because. I'm skimming and scanning our brain here, I can tell. Yeah, well, I just, I, I may have felt like I had like an encounter once with a girl that worked when I was a teenager mm -hmm. who worked at the subway mm -hmm. across the store from across the block from the uh, drugstore that mm -hmm. I worked at. And I thought we had something. Yeah. But I didn't even know what her last name was. No, like I was, know, but just like, like, I don't, I, I may have felt like the, like the physical spark, Yeah. but I never had a relationship with any of these people. Mm -hmm. So I had nothing to like base it on. Base it on. Yeah, there was it. never like, we spent a week, talking to each other and getting to know one another. Yeah. So like, you're the only time in my life where that spark turned into a conversation that turned into a relationship that right. turned into a marriage. Like there's no other, mm -hmm. I didn't have long term girlfriends no. before you. Okay. So this is turning into the Matt's pathetic. Part. <laughs> no, not at all. No. Not at all. You're yeah. busy doing your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I have a couple of funny ones. All really. right. Did this movie need a stereotypical sassy friend or a little bit of a spicier score? Something. Or a wise aunt or parent or grandmother I think, I think that it, she could have talked to? I think that a, a sassy friend would have been good. Without being like too cliche? It needed, not that she's a friend of the podcast, only she listens to the podcast, but it needed Jay Young. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I have one Korean friend and uh, she's her. her like her English is great, but she sells an accent yeah. and, uh, and just like her yelling in the background would have been hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you, a roommate. Just, just some levity, just yeah. some levity would have been welcome. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody who maybe knew Arthur too, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. knew her, knew Arthur, like mm -hmm. just a third party that a fourth party, I suppose, mm -hmm. um, didn't even need to know who Haisung was. Mm -hmm. But I, I thought that it, it might have added something, but mm -hmm. it also may have cheapened it. Yeah. Drawn all the genuine emotion out of it. Yes. Because like we don't always have a sassy friend there to make a quip. Yes. Yeah. Well, I usually do, but. Um, <laughs> okay. Last couple. Would you ever marry somebody to get them a green card? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Good for you, Arthur. Way to make a smart How does that decision. work though? Do you have to stay married to the person I, or can you I, just like marry them and then ditch I them? I don't think you can ditch them like immediately. I think it takes a period of time for them to get the green card, but then after they have their green card, I think you can, I think you can split up, but they've chosen not to. Right. So it can't, I don't know. I felt like a lot of that conversation was like defensive. I'm like, well, then we did this and then we did that. And it's like, well, but was it what, like, fine. You moved in together to, to save on rent, but that was that because you ride those houses all the time anyway, mm -hmm. right? Like, okay, fine. You got married to get her a green card, but like, did, were you going to get married anyways? Cause that's what she says, right? She says, well, we, we got married quicker than we anticipated because I needed my green card, mm -hmm. right? Well, like if you were going to get married anyway, does mm -hmm. that matter? But to answer your question, yes, I yeah. would Okay. to help someone out. Absolutely. Um, does this movie prove that looking at your exes on social media never does anybody any good? Absolutely. Just like always a bad idea. Always a bad idea. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and Matt's not going to go further down that path, folks. <laughs> I just, I don't have any exes to look up. No, so. I know. Um, do you think ultimately that you need to have suffered heartbreak in your life in order to really have this movie yes. hit you? Yes, I do. Yeah. I do. Maybe that's my why I just feel a little at arm's length from it. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get it, mm -hmm. and I just didn't. I couldn't quite get there. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of people who would think you're very lucky to probably. We might get our first email about this. Oh, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> I was just telling Matt today. We've had that email address for like two years. Never received an email on it. Um, yeah, maybe a lot of people that would be that would think you were quite lucky, and then and then there'd be people who think like, well, that's like an element of life you missed out on. Right, like an important mm -hmm. aspect of living. That I just think it speaks to how unspeakably dull my adolescence was. Yeah. <laughs> and my twenties, maybe. Well, overall, liked it. It's not going to win. Liked but... it, yeah. I I liked other movies that came out this year that weren't nominated better. Yeah. Like The Iron Claw. I was just talking to somebody today about The Iron Claw. Mm -hmm. Like I could swap The Iron Claw for this, no problem. We have another friend of the pod I, we need to mention too. Who's that? My friend Carl from work is oh, yes. listening and uh, has watched it's far more impressive puts than our commitment I. to movies to oh, shame just we're pathetic um, has watched all but i think two of all the nominated films for any oscar mm -hmm. so uh, and he's helping us out in that regard to get maybe some more titles that we can watch um after we're done this this uh the, the 10. excellent yeah we have a, a we might have a concept for after Oh, yeah. This and we can talk well. about that in the last one. Yeah. That's fine. It's a good yeah. one. Okay, friends. Uh, thanks for listening. And we'll be back next time with, I think, Killers of the Flower Moon. Because I want to save Anatomy of a Fall because I think I'm really, really going to like it because I love a good courtroom drama. Mm -hmm. um, so I think Killers of the Flower Moon next, which is also a million hours long. It's a long one, yeah. Yeah. And, and we both read the book and mm -hmm. liked the book. And it's one you've already seen. It might be our longest pot ever. Given that we both read the book, we might have Brace. one hell of a lot to say. Brace yourselves, folks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so we'll see you next time with uh, some more Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Okay. Lo love you. Love you too, honey. Bye. Bye for now, everybody. Bye.